0: This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. A psychotic world we live in, the madmen are in power, once wrote Philip K. Dick. If you haven't learned that by now, let me warn you, you should be aware of anything the government insists is for our own good. Take the Biden administration's Infrastructure, Investment, and Jobs Act as an example. Given the deteriorating state of the nation's infrastructure, aging highways and bridges, outdated railways, airports, and so on, which have been neglected for years in order to fund America's endless wars abroad, it would seem like an obvious and a long overdue fix. Yet there's a catch. There's always a catch. Tucked into the whopping $1 trillion bipartisan spending bill is a provision requiring automakers to prescribe, and I'm quoting here, a federal motor vehicle safety standard for advanced drunk and impaired driving prevention technology and for other purposes, As expected, the details are overtly vague which leaves the government with a wide berth to sow the seeds of mischief and mayhem. For instance, nowhere does the legislation indicate how such a so-called kill switch would work, which constitutes a driver who is impaired and what other purposes, quote-unquote, might warrant the government using such a backdoor kill switch. These vehicle kill switches may be sold to the public as a safety measure aimed at keeping drunk drivers off the road, but They will quickly become a convenient tool in the hands of government agents to put the government in the driver's seat while rendering null and void the Constitution's requirements of privacy and its prohibitions against unreasonable searches and seizures. Indeed, what do you think about it? These vehicle kill switches are a perfect metaphor for the government's efforts to not only take control of our cars, but also our freedoms and our lives. For too long, we have been captive passengers in a driverless car controlled by the government, losing more and more of our privacy and autonomy the further down the road we go. Just think of all the ways in which the government has been empowered to dictate what we say, do, and think, where we go, with whom we associate, how we raise our families, how we live our lives, what we consume, how we spend our money, how we protect ourselves and our loved ones, and to what extent our rights as individuals can be displaced for the sake of the so-called greater good. In this way, we have arrived way ahead of schedule into the dystopian future dreamed up by such science fiction writers as George Orwell, Alice Huxley, Margaret Atwood, and Philip K. Dick. In keeping with Dick's darkly prophetic vision of a dystopian police state, which became the basis for Steven Spielberg's futuristic thriller Minority Report, which was released 20 years ago. We have been imprisoned in a world in which the government is all-seeing, all-knowing, and all-powerful. And if you dare to step out of line, dark-clad police, SWAT team raids, and pre-crime units will crack a few skulls to bring the populace under control. Minor Report is set in the year 2054, but it could just as well have taken place in 2022. Incredibly, as the various emerging technologies employed and shared by the government and corporations alike, facial recognition, iris scanners, massive databases, behavior prediction software, and so on, are incorporated into a complex interwoven cyber network aimed at tracking our movements, predicting our thoughts, and controlling our behavior, Spielberg's unnerving vision of the future is fast becoming our reality. Both worlds, our present-day reality and minority report, celluloid vision of the future, are characterized by widespread surveillance, behavior prediction technologies, data mining, fusion centers, driverless cars, voice-controlled homes, facial recognition systems, cybugs and drones, and predictive policing, pre-crime that is, aimed at capturing would-be criminals before they can do any damage. Surveillance cameras are everywhere. Government agents listen into our telephone calls. They read our emails. Political correctness, a philosophy that discourages diversity, has become a guiding principle of modern society. The courts have shredded the Fourth Amendment's protections against unreasonable searches and seizures. In fact, SWAT teams battering down doors without search warrants, and FBI agents acting as secret police and investigate dissenting citizens are common occurrences in contemporary America. We are increasingly ruled by multi-corporations wedded to the police state. Much of the population is either hooked on illegal drugs or ones prescribed by doctors, and bodily privacy and integrity have been utterly eviscerated by a prevailing view that Americans have no right over what happens to their bodies during an encounter with government officials who are allowed to search, seize, strip, scan, spy on, probe, pat down, taser, and arrest any individual at any time and for the slightest provocation. We're on the losing end of a technological revolution that has already taken hostage our computers, our phones, our finances, our entertainment, our shopping, our appliances, and now our cars. As if the government wasn't already able to track our movements on the nation's highways and byways by way of satellites, GPS devices and real-time traffic cameras, performance data recorders, Black Spot recorders and vehicle-to-vehicle communications will monitor our vehicle's speed, direction, location, gear, selection, brake force, the number of miles traveled and seatbelts use, and transmit this data to other drivers, including, of course, the police. In this brave new world, there is no communication not spied upon, no movement untracked, no thought unheard. In other words, there is nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. Herded along by drones, smartphones, GPS devices, smart TVs, social media, smart meters in your homes, surveillance cameras, facial recognition software, online banking, license plate readers, and driverless cars, we're quickly approaching a point of singularity with the interconnected technological metaverse that is life in the American police state. Every new piece of technologically enabled gadget we acquired and technologically booby-trapped legislation that Congress enacts pulls us that much deeper into the sticky snare. These vehicle kill switches are yet another Trojan horse, sold to us as safety measures for the sake of the greater good, quote-unquote, all the while poised to wreak havoc on what little shreds of autonomy we have left. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, and its fictional counterpart, the Eric Blair Diaries, we're hurling down a one-way road at mind-boggling speeds to a destination not of our own choosing. The terrain is getting more and more treacherous by the minute, and we pass all the exit ramps. From this point forward, there's no turning back, and the signpost ahead reads, Danger. Time to buckle up your seatbelts, folks. We're in for a bumpy ride. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, We can make America free again.